This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, political campaigns prove to be a minefield for Hatch Act violators. Agencies have expanded their cyber defenses. And the Navy says the Guam typhoon means you can check out anytime you'd like, but you can never leave, at least not until July. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The IRS is facing a $20 billion cut to its 10-year modernization fund as part of the agreement to raise the debt ceiling. The deal would freeze non-defense discretionary spending in fiscal 2024 and would cap non-defense spending growth to 1% in 2025. White House officials, though, tell reporters the cuts to IRS spending will not require the IRS to scale back its short-term modernization plans and that the agency may ask Congress for more multi-year funds by the end of the decade. After some adjustments to the Thrift Savings Plan's My Account, more changes are on the horizon. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board has already made account balance more visible and expanded the navigation sidebar menu in My Account. And now there are more changes underway to expand digital options for participants. FRTIB Director of External Affairs Kim Weaver shares what they're looking to do. Allow people to make changes to the amount of their monthly payment online so they can log into their My Account and make the change from, you know, $400 to $500 for their monthly payment. That was something that we're hearing from participants. But Weaver says there isn't yet a timeline for when exactly those changes will take effect. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Agencies are taking more advantage of cyber tools from CISA. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. In 2022, 10 agencies fully implemented Protective DNS, or Domain Name System Services, from the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Almost 50 agencies are either using endpoint detection and response tools from CISA or have self-attested to achieving greater than 80% coverage of known endpoints. These are two examples outlined in the latest Federal Information Security Management Act or FISMA report to Congress from OMB of how agencies expanded their cyber defenses last year. Gisa Miller, Federal News Network. Non-defense agencies should expect a flat discretionary budget in fiscal 2024 and 2025. As part of the debt ceiling agreement reached by the White House and House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, non-defense agencies' discretionary budgets would remain roughly the same as they were in 2023. Defense agencies, however, would see an increase in discretionary spending over the next two years. In 2024, defense agencies would get about 3.5% more than in 2023 and 1% more in 2025 above the previous year's total. A key commerce agency could see reauthorization for the first time in decades. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The National Telecommunications and Information Administration hasn't been reauthorized since 1993. That could change if legislation introduced in the House Energy and Commerce Committee last week becomes law. The NTIA reauthorization bill would elevate the administrator of the agency to an Undersecretary of Commerce position. 
Lawmakers also want to strengthen NTIA's role in overseeing federal wireless spectrum issues, and they also want to ensure the agency has a voice on key emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and cybersecurity. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. House lawmakers are concerned that only 10 companies are receiving half of the IT contracting dollars from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. VA's annual IT obligations increased from more than $4 billion in 2017 to $6.5 billion in 2021, but the number of companies receiving those awards fell by more than 50%. The Government Accountability Office found in a recent report that 75% of VA's IT obligations went to 30 contractors in 2021. House VA Technology Modernization Subcommittee Chairman Matt Rosendale says the VA isn't holding these major contractors accountable for performance. This is why IT projects meant to modernize how services are delivered to our veterans stumble again and again. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. No Navy civilians or sailors can transfer to or from Guam until the end of June. As a result of damage from Typhoon Mawar, the Navy is imposing a stop movement order. Anyone not yet detached from his or her current command should remain in place. Sailors currently stationed in Guam and returning from off-island travel should return to Guam as scheduled when travel is available. Guam's governor gave an all-clear Thursday after the storm's 140-mile-an-hour winds destroyed buildings and left most of the island without power. Space Force wants to move away from traditional military fitness evaluations. To do this, it's asking guardians to volunteer for a two-year wearable device study. The new approach will focus on nutritional guidance, physical activity, sleep, stress management, and avoidance of risky substances. The study is intended to see if wearable fitness devices are an effective means of measuring physical fitness and readiness. The Office of Special Counsel has settled cases with two federal employees charged with violating the Hatch Act. That law limits federal employees' political activity. A political appointee at the Labor Department was given a 10-day suspension without pay after expressing support for a gubernatorial candidate on a conference call in her official capacity. And a Department of Veterans Affairs employee will receive a three-day suspension without pay after soliciting political contributions through social media. Military spouses looking to get hired by the federal government are getting answers to their questions. The Office of Personnel Management is responding to common areas of confusion for the Military Spouse Hiring Authority created in 2021. For one, OPM says the authority only applies to spouses of current active duty service members, spouses of disabled service members, and unremarried widows of service members killed while on active duty. OPM's new Q&A answers common questions around eligibility requirements, selection priority, and options for career transition assistance plans. The Department of Energy is updating its insider threat program after an audit found DOE had divided responsibilities for its program between multiple offices. The Government Accountability Office also found DOE needs to better define contractors' responsibilities for securing the nuclear security enterprise from insider threats. In response to GAO's report, DOE said its Office of Environment, Health, Safety and Security was recently appointed to lead the department's insider threat program. That office expects to wrap up a strategic review of DOE's insider threat efforts by the end of June. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. 
For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, May 30th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. (music) 